Hello, my name is Jacob Schandel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley. You are listening to the Shepherd Cast, the typically weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. This week, we are in your podcast feed for a second time because of our Ash Wednesday service. On this episode, you will hear the sermon, choir music, and Bible readings from that service. So, without further ado, here's the Shepherd Cast. Please rise as we read together responsively Psalm 51, verses 1 through 17. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through my For I know my offenses, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. So you are justified when you speak, and right in your judgment. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, you delight in truth, deep within me, and would have me know wisdom. Remove my sins with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Let me hear your words, and the body of your broken Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my wickedness. Create me a clean heart, God, and renew a right spirit Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me to your salvation, and sustain me with your spirit. Let me teach your ways to offenders, and sinners shall be restored to you. Rescue me from bloodshed, O God, my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise.
Good evening. Good evening. Our first lesson this evening comes from Joel, second chapter, verses 1 and 2, verses 12 through 17. <clears throat> Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm on my holy mountain, let all inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is near, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness like blackness spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful army comes. Their like has never been from of old, nor will be again after them in ages to come. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, with mourning. Rend your hearts, not your clothing. Return to the Lord, your God, for he is gracious and merciful slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and relents from punishing. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering. For the Lord God, your God, below the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, Assemble the aged, gather the children, even infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her canopy. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your heritage a mockery, a byword among the nations. 
Why should it be said among the peoples, where is their God? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle lesson, which is the second lesson, comes from 2 Corinthians 5th chapter, verses 20b, 6th chapter, verses 1 through 10. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin and who know no sin, so that, in might, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at acceptable time I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's ways so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way through great endurance and afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors, yet are true, as unknown, and yet are well known, as dying, and see, we are alive, as punished, and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing everything. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter beginning at the first verse. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, Put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, 
and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moss and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you, we praise you, we give you thanks. We thank you, dear Lord, for this season of Lent, for us to have an opportunity to repent, to seek your forgiveness, to have a clean heart, a renewed spirit, so that we may be instruments of your grace and love and will. Help us, dear Lord, in our Lenten journey, that this becomes a way of life for us. We ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon me that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. In this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our worship this evening began with Psalm 51, a song of forgiveness, a song of confession, a song from the contrite heart, a song of penance. So also our spiritual journey begins during Lent with these words of penance as we confessed our sin. Martin Luther noted that whoever first called Psalm 51 a penitential psalm knew what they were doing. Here the doctrine of true repentance is set forth before us. This psalm is a prayer of unrelieved intensity. The theme is stated right at the beginning, right at the get-go. Have mercy on me, O God. This confession of sin is based on the grace of God, an appeal to God's steadfast love and abundant mercy. That sense of hesed uh, in Hebrew. This confession acknowledges who each and every one of us are. Sinners. And this is very crucial. Asking for forgiveness concerns itself not only with something that I have done, but gets at the very center of things, of exactly who I am, a sinner. This confession of sin seeks renewal as well as forgiveness. It is through Psalm 51 we ask God not only to forgive us, but to change us according to his will. The psalm makes a bold and radical request to God. Change me, O God, for I am the problem. There are no other options. There are no other excuses. There is no one to blame. There is only the blame on ourselves in appeal directed to God. When we prayed this psalm tonight, each of us opened up ourselves to God and the possibility for change. When we prayed this psalm tonight, 
we asked God then to change us in a dramatic fashion. And here again is what we prayed for God to do for each and every one of us tonight. Purge me from my sin, and I shall be pure. Wash me, and I shall be cleaned. Make me hear of joy and gladness. Hide not your face from my sins. Blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Give me joy of your saving help again. Please note something very significant here. God is the main character, the one who acts and who does this purging and washing and blotting out and creating and renewing. Only through God is this possible. So when we ask God to change us by creating, creating in each of us a clean heart, we ask God and only God to bring into existence something that had not been there before. We are not asking for God to replace our heart, uh, to, excuse me, to uh, change our heart, uh, but rather to replace our heart, something that has been missing in our lives. We asked for a clean heart, a right spirit, something that wasn't there before. We ask God for a mind and will that will be open to God, to be oriented to God's love and mercy. And it is recognizing that our hearts are truly broken. They are not functioning the way they should be. This broken heart opens up to God and says, I am yours, not my own. My mind, my will, my spirit, my body are all yours, O Lord. It is then having this compass uh, for Psalm 51 as we direct our uh, confession to God. This is like a compass. We need to have our spiritual compass always pointing to God during this Lenten season. As the North Pole aligns a magnetized needle in a compass and gives it direction we too need the cross of Christ as our magnetic center of our spiritual life. The cross of Christ gives us direction, and the example of Jesus Christ shows us how to live oriented to God's grace, love, and mercy. We need no other direction to live. Tonight, we began the season of Lent with a psalm of repentance. We confessed our sins to God because God is the ultimate judge. But the good news is that God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, and relenting from punishment. It is to this God that we have confessed. And as we confessed our sins, we sought renewal as well as forgiveness, seeking both justification and sanctification. Through this profound yielding and emptying of ourselves, God creates something that was not there before, a clean heart, a right spirit.
Renewal takes place when we realize who we are, that is, sinners, and what we have done. So not only do we deserve, not only do we receive forgiveness and grace, we ourselves are changed by that grace. And change is indeed possible because after all, all things are possible with God. And all God's children said, Amen. We thank you for listening to this special edition episode of the Shepherd Cast. 